Good morning. Let's begin our service by singing hymn number 66. From these thy children gathered in thy name, from hearts made whole, from lips redeemed from woe, thy praise, O Father, shall forever flow. Alleluia, Alleluia. Hymn number 66. scriptural will be given by Imogene from Australia. Isaiah O Lord, Thou art my God, 
I will exalt thee. I will praise thy name. For thou hast done wonderful things. Thy counsels of old are faithfulness and truth. For thou hast been a strength to the poor, a strength to the needy in his distress, a refuge from the storm, a shadow from the heat. And he will destroy in this mountain the face of the covering cast over all people, and the veil that is spread over all nations. He will swallow up death in victory, and the Lord God will wipe away tears from off all faces, and the rebuke of his people shall he take away from off all the earth, for the Lord hath spoken it. And it shall be said in that day, Lo, this is our God. We have waited for him, and he will save us. This is the Lord. We have waited for him. We will be glad and rejoice in his salvation. We will now have a moment of silent prayer and follow with the Lord's Prayer and its spiritual interpretation as given in the Christian Science textbook. Father, Mother, God, all harmonious. Hallowed be thy name. Adorable One. Thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom is come. Thou art ever present. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Enable us to know, as in heaven, so on earth, God is omnipotent, supreme. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us grace for today. Feed the famished affections. And forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. 
and love is reflected in love. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And God leadeth us not into temptation, but delivereth us from sin, disease, and death. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever. For God is infinite, all power, all life, truth, love, over all and all. Let's now sing hymn number 64. From sense to soul, my pathway lies before me. From mist and shadow into truth's clear day, the dawn of all things real is breaking o'er me. My heart is singing, I have found the way. Hymn number 64.
Welcome to the Sunday morning service of the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. We begin every Sunday morning here at 10 a.m. with our round table discussion. And we had another really good one this morning. So if you missed it or if you'd like to hear it again, you can find it on our website, plainfieldcs.com. And you can also find it on our YouTube channel. We have a Sunday school for children that meets at 11 a.m. every Sunday. And that Sunday school has a teleconference number so that any child anywhere can attend by telephone. And in fact, many of our students do attend from out of state via the telephone. So if you don't live in the area and have a child of Sunday school age, please call us. We'll be happy to give you the number and very happy to welcome your child to our Sunday school. We have a testimony meeting that meets every Wednesday evening at 8.15 where you can hear testimonies of healings and lives literally saved through the study and practice of Christian science. And at all of our services, we have a nursery for infants and toddlers, so you can bring the whole family. Let's see, we've been busy printing and mailing this week. The September full text lesson sermon booklet has been printed and mailed to subscribers. We have many websites, most of which are in languages other than English, so that the Word of God can, is being distributed throughout the world via the internet for many people in their own native language. And we provide all of that free of charge. Freely we have been given, and freely we give. And on the cover page of our English website, there's an article that I wanted to recommend this morning. <clears throat> Gates of Heaven, entitled. If you've ever wondered about heaven, where, when, why, this is a wonderful article. Gates of Heaven by Elizabeth Earl Jones on our website. Everyone is welcome here. And that includes all of you who are listening and participating from around the world. And now we will have the reading of a testimony from miscellaneous writings, which attests to the healing power obtained by studying the Christian Science textbook. And that reading will be given this morning by Debbie from Illinois. Page 436. I desire to make known the great good I have received by reading the blessed book, Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures. Four years have now passed since I began to read it. It has been my only healer and teacher, as I never have had an opportunity to go through a class. But I find that the Spirit of Truth will teach us all things if we will but practice well what we know. After two years and a half of study, 
I thought, as many beginners think, that I had traveled over the worst part of this narrow path. Soon after, it came about that I was separated from everyone who had ever heard of Christian science. And, as I lived in the country, no one came to visit me for about eight months. At first, I thought the Lord had wrought a great evil. I had no one to talk to, but would take my science and health every morning before going about my work and read. Yet mortal mind would say, you can do no good with no one to talk with. At last, one morning after listening to the serpent's voice, I looked out at the little wild flowers as they waved to and fro. They seemed to be a living voice, and this is what they said, on earth, peace, goodwill towards men. There was also a mockingbird that would sit on the house and sing. For the first time, I realized that divine love was the only friend I needed. Soon after, I sent the journal to my nearest neighbor by her little son who came to play with my children. Afterward, she told me that when she began to read it, she said to the family, God has sent this book to me. Calling to see her one evening, I found her suffering from heart disease. I began talking to her about Christian science, and in less than an hour, she declared herself healed. She is today a happy woman. I would say to all suffering ones that if you will buy a copy of this wonderful book, Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures, by the Reverend Mary Baker G. Eddy, and study it and practice its teachings, you will find it a pearl of great price. Mrs. Fanny Meeks, Bells, Grayson County, Texas. The lesson sermon for this morning can be found on page 14 of the Independent Christian Science Quarterly. Subject, Soul. The golden text is from Psalms. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. The responsive reading is from Psalms. O Lord, thou hast searched me and known me. Thou knowest my counseling and my uprising. Thou understandest my thought afar off. Thou compassest my path and my lying down, and art acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word in my tongue, but lo, O Lord, thou knowest it altogether. Thou hast beset me behind and before, and laid thine hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain unto it. Whither shall I go from thy spirit? Or whither shall I flee from thy presence? 
If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there shall thy hand lead me, and thy right hand shall hold me. Fairly from Maryland will now read. The Bible. Psalms. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies who satisfieth thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord executeth righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed, like as a father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear him. For he knoweth our frame. As for man, his days are as grass. As a flower of the field, so he flourisheth. But the wind passeth over it, and it is gone, and the place thereof shall know it no more. But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting upon them that fear him, and his righteousness unto children's children, to such as keep his covenant and to those that remember his commandments, to do them. The Lord hath prepared his throne in the heavens, and his kingdom ruleth over all. Bless the Lord, ye his angels, that excel in strength, that do his commandments, hearkening unto the voice of his word. Bless ye the Lord, all ye his hosts, ye ministers of his that do his pleasure. Bless the Lord, all his works, in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Luke. And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee, and there went out a fame of him through all the region round about. And he taught in their synagogues, being glorified of all. And he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. And it was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, 
to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the book, and he gave it again to the minister and sat down. And the eyes of all them that were in the synagogue were fastened on him. And he began to say unto them, This day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. And he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And behold, there was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity 18 years and was bowed together and could in no wise lift up herself. And when Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said unto her, Woman, thou art loosed from thine infirmity. And he laid his hands on her. And immediately she was made straight and glorified God. And the ruler of the synagogue answered with indignation because that Jesus had healed on the Sabbath day and said unto the people, There are six days in which men ought to work, and in them therefore come and be healed, and not on the Sabbath day. The Lord then answered him and said, Thou hypocrite, doth not each one of you on the Sabbath loose his ox or his ass from the stall and lead him away to watering? And ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan hath bound, lo, these eighteen years, be loosed from this bond on the Sabbath day? And when he had said these things, all his adversaries were ashamed, and all the people rejoiced for all the glorious things that were done by him. Matthew And when he had called unto him his twelve disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out, and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. These twelve Jesus sent forth and commanded them, saying, Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils, Freely ye have received, freely give. For it is not ye that speak, but the Spirit of your Father which speaketh in you. And, and fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul. Are not two sparrows sold for a farthing? And one of them shall not fall on the ground without your Father. But the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear ye not, therefore, ye are of more value than many sparrows. And whosoever shall give to drink unto one of these little ones a cup of cold water only in the name of a disciple, verily I say unto you, he shall in no wise lose his reward. First Corinthians Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump. For the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, 
and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. Carol will now read. I will read correlative passages from the Christian Science textbook, Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures, by Mary Baker Eddy. God, the great I am, the all-knowing, all-seeing, all-acting, all-wise, all-loving and eternal, principle, mind, soul, spirit, life, truth, love, all-substance, intelligence. As the individual ideal of truth, Christ Jesus came to rebuke rabbinical error and all sin, sickness, and death, to point out the way of truth and life. This ideal was demonstrated throughout the whole earthly career of Jesus, showing the difference between the offspring of soul and of material sense, of truth and of error. If we have triumphed sufficiently over the errors of material sense to allow soul to hold the control, we shall loathe sin and rebuke it under every mask. Only in this way can we bless our enemies, though they may not so construe our words. We cannot choose for ourselves but must work out our salvation in the way Jesus taught. In meekness and might, he was found preaching the gospel to the poor. The belief that God lives in matter is pantheistic. The error which says that soul is in body, mind is in matter, and good is in evil, must unsay it and cease from such utterances, else God will continue to be hidden from humanity, and mortals will sin without knowing they are sinning, will lean on matter instead of spirit, stumble with lameness, drop with drunkenness, consume with disease, all because of their blindness, their false sense concerning God and man. The divine mind maintains all identities from a blade of grass to a star as distinct and eternal. The questions are, what are God's identities? What is soul? Does life or soul exist in the thing formed? Nothing is real and eternal, nothing is spirit, 
but God and his idea. Evil has no reality. It is neither person, place, nor thing, but is simply a belief, an illusion of material sense. The identity or idea of all reality continues forever, but spirit, or the divine principle of all, is not in spirit's formations. Soul is synonymous with spirit, God, the creative, governing, infinite principle outside of finite form, which forms only reflect. Question. What are the demands of the science of soul? Answer. The first demand of this science is Thou shalt have no other gods before me. This me is spirit. Therefore, the command means this. Thou shalt have no intelligence, no life, no substance, no truth, no love, but that which is spiritual. The second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. It should be thoroughly understood that all men have one mind, one God and Father, one life, truth, and love. Mankind will become perfect in proportion as this fact becomes apparent. War will cease and the true brotherhood of man will be established. Having no other gods, turning to no other but the one perfect mind to guide him, man is the likeness of God, pure and eternal, having that mind which was also in Christ. Science reveals spirit, soul, as not in the body, and God as not in man, but as reflected by man. The greater cannot be in the lesser. The belief that the greater can be in the lesser is an error that works ill. This is a leading point in the science of soul, that principle is not in its idea. Spirit, soul, is not confined in man and is never in matter. The demands of truth are spiritual and reach the body through mind. The best interpreter of man's needs said, take no thought for your life what ye shall eat or what he shall drink. In divine science, man is the true image of God. The divine nature was best expressed in Christ Jesus, who threw upon mortals the truer reflection of God and lifted their lives higher than their poor thought models would allow. Thoughts which presented man as fallen, sick, sinning, and dying. 
the Christ-like understanding of scientific being and divine healing includes a perfect principle and idea, perfect God and perfect man, as the basis of thought and demonstration. Knowing that soul and its attributes were forever manifested through man, the master healed the sick, gave sight to the blind, hearing to the deaf, feet to the lame, thus bringing to light the scientific action of the divine mind on human minds and bodies, and giving a better understanding of soul and salvation. Jesus healed sickness and sin by one and the same metaphysical process. As God is substance and man is the divine image and likeness, man should wish for, and in reality has, only the substance of good, the substance of spirit, not matter. The belief that man has any other substance or mind is not spiritual and breaks the first commandment, thou shalt have one God, one mind. Mortal man seems to himself to be material substance, while man is image, idea. Delusion, sin, disease, and death arise from the false testimony of material sense, which, from a supposed standpoint, outside the focal distance of infinite spirit, presents an inverted image of mind and substance with everything turned upside down. This falsity presupposes soul to be an unsubstantial dweller in material forms and man to be material instead of spiritual. Rightly understood, instead of possessing a sentient material form, man has a sensationless body and God, the soul of man and of all existence, being perpetual in his own individuality, harmony, and immortality, imparts and perpetuates these qualities in man through mind, not matter. Soul is the substance, life, and intelligence of man, which is individualized, but not in matter. Soul can never reflect anything inferior to spirit. Man is the expression of soul. Let us now have a moment of silent prayer for our world.
Let's now sing hymn number 306. The words of this hymn are by Mary Baker Eddy. Shepherd, show me how to go o'er the hillside steep, how to gather, how to sow, how to feed thy sheep. I will listen for thy voice, lest my footsteps stray. I will follow and rejoice all the rugged way. Hymn number 306.
Let's now sing hymn number 237. Oh, may we be still and seek him, seek with consecration whole, listening thus to hear the message, far from sense and hid in soul. Hymn number 237.
I will read from the Christian Science textbook, The Scientific Statement of Being, in the correlative passage from 1 John, 3rd chapter. There is no life, truth, intelligence, nor substance in matter. All is infinite mind and its infinite manifestation. For God is all in all. Spirit is immortal truth. Matter is mortal error. Spirit is the real and eternal. Matter is the unreal and temporal. Spirit is God, and man is his image and likeness. Therefore, man is not material, he is spiritual. Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us, that we shall be called the sons of God, Therefore the world knoweth not, because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God. It does not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that has this hope in him purify himself even as he is pure. And the Lord shall guide thee continually and satisfy thy soul. Amen.